Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! The return to glory. How's it going, brother? Where are you? I'm in uh, Santa Monica right now, in my apartment. All right. I wasn't sure if you were in California or still in Miami or or what. No, I got back from Miami yesterday, and I actually go to Costa Rica tomorrow. So, Costa Rica, right yeah. on, dude. Do you see what I'm wearing? I'm pissed. I don't have mine yet. <laughs> uh, don't tell them. We ain't gonna tell them yet. Yeah, got some merch. We're gonna drop it soon, though. So. Some TA stuff as well. Yeah, man. Um, I'm fucking exhausted. I can imagine. You went to Ultra. <laughs> you you were Ultra. That place is wild. It's like it's like one of those things. It's it's as wild as you make it. You know, like if you're into doing drugs and shit. I get it, but you know, I was just kind of chilling, and I had uh, I got lucky with Paige. She has an end, so we were basically backstage all the time. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. So we were just kicking it. She was ne- doing her networking thing. Kind of reminded me a lot of the uh, PGA show. Like she just ran into a bunch of industry people and a bunch of other artists and stuff. So. You know, she's just trying to get her, her name out there. They're dropping some music coming up, so, you know. Yeah, they were telling me that when we met in the airport last week that they had some Oh, that's right. I forgot I saw you at the airport. <laughs> I know, you've been you've been hooting, tooting, and skidooting, you know, all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe we were in Denver at the same time. That's so wild. I know. All right, well, let's tell the people what was up with that, though. So I was coming back from my Pebble Beach trip. I flew out of Monterey into Denver, and I was just dicking around on my phone, and I saw on Mike's Snap Story, like, you were in the studio with Paige and said something like, Denver tomorrow. And I saw it was like 21 hours ago or like, I don't know, maybe a little less than that. And I texted you. First, I called you. and you didn't answer. But I don't know if you could take calls on a phone or not. But I know you had Wi-Fi on the, on the plane because um, <clears throat> you, you texted me back. But, yeah, so found out you were going to be there at the same time I was going to be, and we had about like five minutes where we could like hug and make out in the bathroom and all that. <laughs> so we did. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. You got to meet Paige and her, yeah. uh, business partner. And Clyde. Yeah. That was so fast paced, man. Like literally we, we, you got off the plane saw you at your gate, walked to the um, train, and then I got off at B-Gate, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we had to get out of there pretty quick, but that was pretty sick seeing you, though. 
It's wild. It was. It was cool. You never, you never know. Like I've, that's happened to me before. Like I've run into like my mom and dad's like really good friends at CBG once just, I was coming in and they were going out or something like that. Well, CBG makes sense because we're both from Cincinnati. So seeing someone, you know, at the airport in Cincinnati would be way more common than just meeting in literally middle of America you know, just randomly. Yeah, a good point. But, but still, like, even that sort of happenstance of, like, just being in the same place at the same time. And, like, I'm sure that happens more often than you think, too. Well, Maybe not I was, with, like, close friends, but... Last like, time I... Uh, connections. Yeah, what are we doing, last, Mike? Come on. I don't know what's going on. Let's do it together. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Uh, what did you have to say about, like, well, I ran into travel. I ran in I ran into my cousin's uh my cousin's husband twin's twin brother at the airport when I was going to Florida. And it was just like I was like sitting down <laughs> and all of a sudden he like walked by and I, I did like a double take and you know, I don't know. It doesn't happen it really doesn't happen that often, but it's happened uh twice in the last two months, so I bet you were just like kind of stunned, like what the heck's going on right now? Well, yeah, that's how, that's how. I mean, if I just randomly ran into you in Denver, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" Well, I mean, if we didn't know we were gonna be at the airport at the same time, we wouldn't have met up technically. Yeah, we just took I mean, the initiative, you know. Well, you were texting me, yeah, because I think Paige posted something in her story, and I reposted it saying she'll be in Denver, so. So yeah, I went to her show in Denver, which is actually pretty sick. And then we went to Vegas right after that. And then we got back from Vegas. And a day later, we went to Miami for a week. She had a show out there and we went to Ultra. And then tomorrow, I'm going to Costa Rica. I haven't touched a club in like two weeks. You miss it. I can't wait to practice again. Like it's, it's taken me, like I was, like I'm doing laundry and stuff right now because we're, you know, basically just like throwing all of our shit in the washer and then leaving it again. But I'm like doing mere work and, you know, it's just not the same. I just want to hit, I just want to hit balls off your grass. <laughs> yeah. You're doing some Mike Weir shit. I, I, I guess because that one video uh, went. Yeah. Viral. I'm just referencing like the, the compilation video that his girlfriend took of him like always like looking in the mirror and like doing dry runs and stuff like that but i don't know anyway. I, I, i'm pretty sure i do like a hundred reps like when i'm really grinding i do like a hundred reps a day in front of a mirror i kind of took took that from tiger that's what hank haney said tiger used to, used to spend like two hours in front of a mirror just trying to hit every position wow impressive so if you guys want to make changes that's one of the best ways how weird you know, was it not taking your clubs through the airport? You know what? It feels kind of good because you don't have to worry about it. I worry so much every time I travel with my clubs because you know you have to like sign that like little waiver thing every time you have a soft bag. You know I I don't do it all the time. I mean, not that I refuse to, but they don't give it to me every now and then. And especially if I put it on myself, 
they won't check it sometimes because that's what they're the i mean at least the marriage oh okay well well i mean uh um i've usually fight delta that's what they that's what they make you do and delta's broken yeah delta's broken a few clubs and a few bags of mine so every time just a little worried I've been pretty satisfied with American as of late. I actually flew American for the like I think the first time in like fifteen years uh, last week, and it's you know it's fine. I'm I've been always one to prefer. uh, I usually prefer Delta, but I flew Southwest. Dude, Southwest sucks. It's a different kind of travel. What 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 are we doing with the group system, like? Group A, and then you pick your own seat. Like, haven't we figured this out? Just reserve a seat. Yeah, you could do that, like on your phone before you even get in there, huh? No, you, you like wait in line with like thirty other people. I don't know. It's like we we figured this out. Assign the seats. Just. Obviously, no one wants a middle seat, and if you're in one of the last groups, you're only going to get a middle seat. So, were you in one of the last groups? Yeah, got a middle seat. Oh, that sucks. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, Southwest is weird. Then, uh, yeah, man, I got back yesterday morning from Miami. Ultra was wild. Miami is wild right now. Obviously, Miami Music Week, though. Just everyone goes out to like 5 a.m. or later or earlier, whichever one you want to call it. But Miami's a crazy, uh, crazy city. It gives me a lot of Las Vegas vibes. Even Vegas, like we were out forever. Like we were going to bed at like 4 a.m. And, Shit, and I haven't even been like drinking like that. You know, I'm just like having a drink here and there. Trying to, I feel a little something, but it's not like crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, honestly, I I can recall a time where I went to bed that late, and it was in Miami. But yeah, I uh, I don't usually do that. I'll say, but Bob Moses in Miami, twenty seventeen. I think they didn't come on till about three or three thirty in the morning. So yeah, we got we kind of got like the hookup everywhere we went. Just because she was performing. Oh, dude, I've seen the, the last. <laughs> if you like love EDM music, and I told you the people that I've seen and met, you'd be like, "What the fuck? You don't deserve to meet or see them." It was just—it was a crazy experience. Who did you see, for example? Just name a few. Martin Garrix, Kygo, Diplo, DJ Snake, uh, Elenium. Cheat codes, I guess. Afrojack. I mean, just everyone, basically everyone ultra, and I guess not everyone, but you know, all the headliners. Yeah, but it was cool. it was wild. And then in Vegas, we were backstage at Zed. Okay. So nice. So I oh, mean, yeah. if, if if you like, I, I don't even like EDM music like that. I was just there to. Have a good time, you know. Zed's got some good songs. I mean, people, stuff on the radio that anyone would probably know. I don't know. If you like people watching as well, Ultra's the place to be. (laughs) 
going to Costa Rica for a wedding. It's just going to be a nice, relaxing week. So I'm excited for that. Sounds like a little more of a decompressor. Yeah, it's like I'm just vacating before my my golf schedule gets crazy again. So, yeah. you know, I'm just living the dream over here. Hey, do it while you can, man. Enjoy it. My golf schedule got kind of halted. Yeah, but it's usually March that because of, like, Canadian Tour Q school that's going on. Yeah. Like, a lot of stuff wasn't really happening. That's why I felt like this month I could kind of do whatever I want. Um, and then from April till October, it gets, you know, I'm pretty much playing in a tournament every week or every other week. Have to schedule, mate. Yeah, you know, I just got to go all in. I'm probably going to be doing Q school as well, so. I got a decent one until, until like, June, and then I got, like, a week and a half off. And then, like, three more weeks. So. Yeah. Yeah, it goes into the July, and then, like, G Pro Tour season finishes up. So, after that, <clears throat> yeah, but not then much it's... going on, but, like, PJ Tour qualifiers or yeah, but there's other like main tour stuff. Q School as well. Yeah, Q School will be – I got to go to pre-Q, so Q School will be um, – Late August, I'd imagine. Yeah. How about uh, how about you tell us about your Pebble Beach trip? Enough about my dumb partying schedule. Yes. <laughs> Hinted at it a little bit, but man, it was freaking amazing. Um, where do I? I mean, I'll just start from the beginning. But my first time out there, how? supposed to go out there twice beforehand and like those plans fell through and then get in flying to san francisco don't really see much drive in and it's kind of a cool drive like the last half like you see some like redwoods and some eucalyptus trees and like i don't see eucalyptus trees often i think eucalyptus is sick like i fuck with that essential oil if you know what i'm talking about like there's some of that like in the shower like you'll have yourself like a Man, you'll just feel so refreshed. Um, and in, like, a steam room, too. I bring that into it and, like, spread and, like, throw, like, a couple drops on the walls. Anyways, um, eucalyptus road driving. Uh, see some dunes, and then we eventually make our way into Monterey and stay at this motel for, like, two nights. And uh, first night, we stay in, and my dad's, like, snoring. We got like another Cloverneck member like sleep, sleeping next to me, and like he does like my solves my Rubik's cube. I had to like solve the bottom layer uh, in order to figure it out, and I couldn't get it yet. And I'm still like trying to like just figure it out on my own. And um, anyways, like I wake up the next morning, and he's got it solved. And like I was like, "What the hell?" He's like, "Yeah, man, you didn't even sleep that night." um i thought it was a funny joke and like it was pretty comical at the time but after that been there yeah i should have been there we got (laughs) we got up and they were playing cyprus i ended up not playing because um over during the weekend members can only take out guests no one accompanies allowed but they did allow me to walk the course so myself and another friend of ours on the trip 
that was with us at the time. We walked it, and the cypress was just freaking magical, dude. Um, it's a masterpiece. Like how the how Alistair McKenzie structured the holes. Like the first six are like through a forest, and it's pretty cool. And then the next six are like through some dunes with like the ocean in the background. And then like the final six, like you have ocean next to you at some point on the hole. And it's sick. It's amazing. It reminds me of like Cabot Cliffs as well too. Like Cabot probably got their inspiration from that course a little bit. And um, yeah, is Cypress is definitely up there, and one of the one of the most beautiful architecturally like architectural masterpieces um, that I've been on and experienced. Haven't played it, would like to. I I have the invite now, so that member's freaking awesome. So um, after that. We ended up meeting up with a big chunk of our group. There were 16 of us. And we ended up, like, managing our way around, like, pretty pretty nicely and smoothly. We didn't get together too often unless it was, like, after the the round, just gathering. I was like, all right, we'll see if we'll do our thing. And then we met up for dinner once, twice. Um, anyways, we played Pebble Beach day one. It was kind of like not like I was starstruck the first time, but it, I was just like taking it all in. And I didn't get off to a good start. Um, I think I was like five over after the first four. And then I kind of like got it together, buried number six. No, no, no. I was five over after five, birdie number six. And um, ended up shooting even on the back. So like, played all right i think i shot maybe 76 or 77 but like i said we're just like taking it all in just like loving like the experience so far and then um day two played spanish bay that was actually a pretty cool course low-key like low-key like sick views probably more ocean views than spyglass had we played that on Thursday, but that was cool because that was a course that we always that I always played in Tiger Woods, the video game often. Um, kind of like honed my 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 video game golf skills there. Um, <laughs> and then skipped the day. Wednesday played Pebble. That was I think when we were recording recording the pod. I played better. Um, still not amazing. Hadn't really been playing much golf. Got got onto a break myself after Daytona Beach. Um, but shot one over, and I freaking lost my ball in the cypress tree, short right of the green, going for it on the last hole. And that's the only reason why I shot one over too. So hmm. I, I had like foot on the pedal, like gained momentum. I hit it to three feet on 17 and like tapped that birdie in. Um, made birdie on 15 as well. So it's really cool just because like you know that course so well. Like most every 
golfer that's been around the game long enough can probably play Pebble Beach in their head amongst a few others, like maybe Augusta, um, and then their own, like that they've played over time. But yeah, Pebble Beach is definitely one of them. TPC Sawgrass too, but maybe. Uh, yeah, that's actually a good question. Yeah. Like with the Tiger Woods game, I think I played Pebble Beach and TBC Sawgrass the most out of every other course. Mm-hmm. I don't, like and I it, said, I played Spyglass a lot, especially like in the latter years of my video gaming, like uh, Tiger 2009, <laughs> when they had like Firestone. Like I feel like I played Spyglass and Firestone all the time. And I will tell you what, let me get into like some details on the course. Number six, that par five, you would have no idea how how severely sloped uphill that second shot is into this into that next fairway in green. Oh, like yeah. that shot Tiger hit from the rough with a six iron. I, I I I was like, wow. Okay. Because he hit it through the fairway into that like right corner, like almost into the ocean, into the bay. And yeah. he had to go over that little tree and then had to get up that slope too now i can see why he made that reaction because at first like i just thought it was like a little hill like no big deal like no no that's like a 40 foot 50 foot climb uphill within like 50 yards so yeah i mean don't don't take my word on those numbers but it's it's pretty close to it Dude, I swear, uh, TV gives gives undulation no justice. Like, especially yeah. at the Masters, people say I, I've never been to Augusta, but people say like it's so hilly when you're there. But when you watch it on TV, you're like, eh, it's really not that bad. Yeah, but but it's like, have, have you been to Augusta? No, yeah, but Spyglass I mean, Hill was the same way. Like Spyglass Hill was like really hilly. Yeah, I actually have. I don't really know much about Spyglass besides everyone loves it when they go up there they always say it's better than pebble but i just feel like that's just people saying it's like people saying like the die course at at tbc sawgrass is better than the stadium course uh yeah i'm with you there i don't think spyglass is on the same level as pebble beach i will say there's some good holes out there but i feel like the par threes can be kind of redundant like yeah, I'm not three. saying it's like not a good course. I'm saying compared to the most famous golf course probably in the world or up there, probably top five most famous. It's yeah, like, for sure. And I'm not knocking it at all. I'm just being like a like really I'm really, there. really critiquing it. I like Spyglass. I, I I had a good time there. I enjoyed it. Um, again, it was kind of one of those courses that punched me in the teeth. But yeah, I mean, especially if you're not used to playing on the West Coast, it's different. Yeah, the wind, man. And then the wind came – like, the wind's been that way over here recently too. So I've been hitting these, like, like shots. that I got this video I'll send you. You can put up on the, on the Instagram page. But I swear I did not take this club through my hips on my on – my, through a swing once I hit the golf ball. And – it was a 150-yard seven iron downhill, and it was straight into the wind yesterday. And it was, 
It was chilly. I mean, it was sunny, but chilly, like 10 to 15 mile an hour wind and like upper 50s. So stuck this bitch like four feet and made the putt. So, yeah. Anyways, getting back to the pebble trip. It was fun. Great. Loved it. Um, just had an awesome time overall through and through. And it's a place I'll definitely be going back to. Yeah, man. I need to get up there. Every time every time I mention it, I play golf, people always ask me if I've played pebble since I live out here. Since like you know, I live on the West Coast, even though it's not close to where I live. Maybe but, we plan a pebble trip over uh, like a traveling athlete trip. <laughs> we could. Let's get someone to sponsor it. Yeah, if anyone wants to sponsor a pebble trip, uh, either playing with us or getting your name out there in any way, who who cares? Like we'll do it. We'll play with you for you, whatever cause. If it. Fits our belief system as well, too. But. Everyone's got a number. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's sick, man. It sounds like you had a good time. I'm itching to get back out and playing. It's just, I'm just trying not to think about it, trying to enjoy my time off, because I know there's going to be a time where I'm like, man, I really want to take today off, but in two days I have an event or something like that, you know? So I'm ready to just to... Uh, to chill by the beach and do a bunch of cool hikes. I'm sure I'll be able to tell you some things. I know you like yeah. that shit, so. Oh, yeah. I just went on a hike last weekend. Yep, exactly. But, <laughs> What's uh, the Yeah, did you uh, have anything you want to talk about specifically? Nah, not really. It's just kind of tough just... right now since we're not playing, you know? Yeah, I mean, I got some new wedges and a new three wood in the bag. So, I still haven't gotten my Cleveland wedges yet. It's been two months. Yeah, you check up on them. Yeah, followed up twice and said they should be there at the end of the month. And I'm like, why is it taking so long? Well, hopefully soon. Yeah. What are we uh, doing, Mike? Yeah, come on. I just don't understand. My my Dad? shit's not that. Um, the video. Is it me or is it you? I don't know what it is. But um, I don't understand why it takes so long. You know? I saw a good Would You Rather uh, a couple days ago. What? All right, let's do them. Would you rather be able to hit the ball 300 yards every time in the fairway or never three-putt? 300 yards in the fairway. You're never going to make a double bogey unless, like, you're an idiot. Fair enough. Like, unless you flip um, or, like, shank an iron. But if you're hitting it down the middle of three yards, over three yards every time, come on. Yeah. What are you, um, what are you picking? Dude, I don't know. Like, probably like never three putt. I feel like people who struggle with putting would say never three putt. But but that's like you're like playing for par or bogey when you never three putt. But if you're 300 yards in the middle of fairway on every hole, you have a chance, a really good chance at birdie every time. Yeah. 
I feel you. Um, I don't mean to like gloat, but in all honesty, I feel like my driver and my putter are like the two best clubs I have in my bag right now. So what I need to improve on is my iron play, my approach into the green and my short game wedging as well too. So putting like, you could always kind of use some practice. You, you always got to kind of keep that in balance. I would say though, whether it's just like playing continuously to feel out a stroke or um, putting in the reps on the green. But yeah, I'd, I'd say like, I'd rather never three putt. Also just yeah. to kind of like oppose you right now. Yeah, I figured that's why you chose it. Yeah. Um, I actually had a good one for uh, what I did last week. So would you rather do – you, do you like live music? Yeah. Like do you like going to like shows and stuff? Yeah, I do. I haven't been to one in a while, but I'd like to soon. All right. So let me ask you this. Would you rather be able to see anyone you want for free but have to sit – in GA or you have to pay the ticket price for GA but you can go backstage did I say I that mean, right? I'd probably, I'd probably pay, pay the ticket price for the GA ticket price to go backstage because um, because it's at that cost you know yeah I feel you but if like, I had you- to you can see anyone you want as many times as you want or go to as many shows as you want for free, but you just have general admission. Or you could go to a show. I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like that'd kind of be tough for some like crazy music fans. I don't know. Yeah, I can see that. If you say full price, that might be a little bit difficult of a decision, I'd say. Yeah, I feel that. Plus, it depends on who it is. All right, how about this? Would you rather get free gloves, balls, and wedges every year or free woods every year with whatever shaft you want? Golf's blood, blood, golf's gloves, and wedges. Balls, gloves, and wedges or three wood. And driver. woods, yeah, or hybrid if you use one. I guess two. Um, so I guess I'm kind of in that situation actually. So I'm getting balls, gloves, wedges, and I'd probably rather get that because I don't want to pay for a glove in all honesty, and I don't want to pay for golf balls really. Yeah, I mean, you pay for those more even though it's less, but. I think the the price would kind of even out because if you're thinking about it, getting like the shaft that you need is probably not cheap. Is like shafts yeah. can get up to like four or five hundred dollars. Plus, I like mean, dr- drivers now are like six hundred dollars just off the rack. So if you're doing that with driver three wood and hybrid, that probably equal the amount of balls, gloves, and wedges you use a year. So I'm assuming you go through two sets of wedges a year, and then probably twelve dozen balls. Yeah, roughly. I mean, I think I have around 
a little less than that right now is what I've gotten from Titleist this year. Yeah, and yeah. and plus, like, when I say 12 dozen, I don't mean, like, you're losing all of them, but, like, when you're practicing. Like, I cut up a lot of golf balls just chipping around the green. I don't really, like, I try to conserve my golf balls until I play in tournaments or unless I'm playing, like, a good course or a match or something like that. But, um, so no, I mean, chip? old golf balls. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if I got a chip, I'll use old golf balls. And, like, if I got to play, like, if I'm just going and playing, like, nine holes or 18, just, uh, like, out hitting shots and stuff or, like, testing myself, like, doing maybe some sort of, like, practice while I play out there, I'm hitting old balls. No, I feel that. Um, one of the, but one of the best say, advices I've got, though, to, like, practice uh, – like stuff under pressure is to take just a brand new box of balls out to the course or out to the hole that you struggle the most off, off the tee and hit 12 drives off that tee with brand new balls. That'll make you feel like you're in a tournament a little bit. A little bit. Cause I'm the same way. I hate, I hate losing golf balls or like using new ones if I don't have to, but you know, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll even use a, the ball for the whole round if I have to. Well, I do that. I I never understood why people cha- – I guess if it's, like, really cut up. But I see people change balls mid-round all the time, and I just don't really understand that. There's some, like, theories or myths, whatever, that say that the ball changes every time you, like, strike it. Or Really? Some someone said that to me once, or like, I I don't know. I I think that's like kind of bush, but yeah, I use a golf ball as long as I can because one because I have to. (laughs) I mean, if you think about it, like if I if I play well enough in a G Pro event, I'm usually only spending a sleeve of golf balls. I've tried. I've tried to use one ball. Like there was one tournament I played with. It was a three day event. I tried to use the one ball the whole time. I think I lost it on like the twenty fifth hole. Yeah. But after eight after eighteen holes, man, that ball gets pretty beat up. Yeah. But just on the outside, I don't know if it affects the inside. I don't. I don't know if that's true. Could be. It could be some Bryson DeChambeau bullshit, but. I'm not worried okay. about it, but what I do want to say while it's fresh on my mind is that regardless of that, like I am grateful to be getting, be in that position to be able to get golf balls and gloves and whatnot. I I will say I'm not going to like disclose my whole thing publicly, but like I do have to pay for my golf equipment, my golf clubs in particular. Legends as well in this case, but yeah, um, I still would rather prefer that one or the other. I think so too. It's pretty rare I get new driver in woods unless it cracks. Nah, I'm gonna hold on to mine, my TSI 3 for as long as I can. Yeah, that's what I got as well. I mean, Tess drivers just hold up. If you're gonna tell me something's better, I'm just gonna say hope. No, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm 
I'm kind of over the, it's like, dude, you're going to gain 10 yards thing. It's like, okay, well, am I going to hit it straighter? I go through wedges and gloves like crazy. My hands sweat so much. So right. fucking annoying. The golf ball does that too. The What's that? How straight, the golf ball does that too. Yeah. Yeah. It's so I'd rather like just get... determines the straightness. Usually. Oh, well. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, like, usually the the selling point to get a new driver is you're going to gain yardage or you're, it's going to go straighter. But if you already like yours, what's the point? If it's not going to be, like, ridiculously noticeable, then I'm not spending $600 on a new driver. Nah, nah. <sighs> so yeah. what you got coming up, man? What's the next tournament? Um, right now, the next tournament I'm signed up for is a so- uh, SoCal Open which is the same week as the Cloverdale Open. That's why I can't make it out there. But have that. Then I have this thing called the Desert Financial Open in Phoenix at Talking Stick. And then um, those are my next two, like, bigger events at the moment. Uh, I don't think I'm playing on a Monday for a minute. I think, I'm, I, think I might save up for uh, Q School. But I have another week off, not touching a club, and then once May or April sixth comes around, I'll be knocking the rust off. Lovely. Yeah. What about you? Well, my next tournament is planned to be April twelfth. G Pro Tour event, Waverly, Georgia, and then another one, Huntsville, and then got Cloverneck Open, and then some U.S. Open qualifying. Oh, yeah, I forgot so, the US Open But before that, in the meantime, like, I'm just going to be prepping, working on my golf game, um, getting back into some working out and yoga as well. And then I got my my buddies from Wittenberg coming into town um, for the weekend. We got a little trip planned down, a little trip for them planned down to Pinehurst. So we're going to play a bunch of courses and have some fun. And I'm a Whoop some ass. Whoop some Alex Andrews ass. <laughs> nice. I know, he, awesome. I know he's going to hear this, so. Yeah, talking shit over all, this. All love, buddy. All right, we can just wrap it up. We do uh, We do have some things coming out, and David said earlier uh, about merch, so be on the lookout for that. We're going to do a lot of giveaways. Um, yes. but you're going to have to do some things to, to enter those. So be prepared. And then, yeah, just, uh, follow what we're doing. Um, I've kind of been like off social media for the most part, but again, once April 5th comes around, I'll be back at it and you'll be seeing posts probably once or twice a day, either on the traveling athlete page or on my page at Mike Wolf golf on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, um, so yeah, just look out for that. Um, Dave, what about you? Yeah, like you said, we got merchandise coming out for um, both traveling athlete and then uh, Dream Catcher Golf. Uh, be on the lookout for some of our stuff coming out as well too. Uh, apparel, clothing, content, um, yoga classes, etc. Man, but yeah, follow us. Um, Dream Catcher Golf Co. 
uh, YouTube page as well. And then uh, Instagram's David Wetterick. So then if you want to follow the club and look open, give that a shout too. We'll have some recap videos and some highlights uh, we'll be coming out with this year too, hopefully. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll send you a sneak peek for sure. Nice. All right, man. Well, have a good week. I'll talk to you uh, when I get back from Costa Rica. Thanks, man. Enjoy. Have a good time. I heard it's beautiful down there. Yeah, man. I can't wait. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Like, share, and subscribe. Yep. Leave a comment. All right. See you next week. Peace. We got to do it again, dude. Look the lens cap out.